This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 658, Seven Layer Realms. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atabooks2019. That's bit.ly slash atabooks2019. Over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selection of vinyl figures from pops to dorbs, rides to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash Funko ATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. Hi, this is Infernal Bill from Taverncast, and you're listening to All Things Azeroth with Medros, Toasty, and Ally, or as I like to call it, The Ally Show, and two guys with funny names. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. I gotta say, this, this episode title is my favorite one that I've come up with recently. I don't know why. It's just it, it's just very funny to me. And what makes it funny to you? Um, I, I don't know. Actually, I mean, it's 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 a reference to the layering tech, obviously. And like, I was watching How I Met Your Mother, so they made the seven layer salad in the How I Met Your Mother, which was very much not a salad because it had mayo and gummy bears and funyuns. It just makes me hungry because it makes me want seven layer bean dip. So that's another thing that I thought of too, like the the dip thing. All in all, ten out of ten title. I don't like. <laughs> yes. Not to pat myself on the back or anything, but I'm totally patting myself on the back. Do, don't don't you tell Ted and his like, friends how to make salad? They can have whatever they want to salad. It wasn't Ted and his friends. It was Marshall's parent. It was Marshall's mother specifically. When they were over for things, when Marshall and Lily went for Thanksgiving at, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Also, like, I'm patting. This is me patting myself on the back. There. Is that a slow clap? <laughs> a very That's slow clap. What it is. A, a very slow clap? slow clap. Yeah. All right. Ali, I realized afterwards <laughs> that 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 wasn't the best sound without context of video whatever but you know what we're gonna go we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're just gonna roll with it because that's that's how we do and uh <laughs> how you doing there Allie? Allie's gonna pull her mind out of the gutter i'm good i'm good yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. It's you know, it's it's a new week. My husband is back in Thailand, alive and well, so that's really nice. And yeah, nothing really big. Just you know, getting through work and gaming as often as I can, and yeah, things are pretty good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, how are you doing, Medros? Doing all right. 
it was a very busy weekend, but I survived it, so, you know, good good, good way to go. All right, then. So, so, so how is your weekend while there, Ali? Pretty good, pretty good. No new progress in the raid yet. Hopefully this upcoming Sunday, because we're going to really hit Ashara hard. So hopefully I can finally see her dead on normal. That would be lovely. I finally got a chance to enjoy having flying and went over to Nagatar and just flew around. Man, that zone. It's just gorgeous. Like, it's gorgeous from the ground. It's gorgeous from the air. It's just... I love it so much. It's so good. That was cool. And I did some more dabbling in classic. I started a... What did I start? I started a couple. At this point, I have multiple really low-level tunes. Like, none of them are 10 yet. Because they're just the different experiences I want to have in classic. So I started a druid with my husband. Because my guildies last minute were like, Hey, we're going to play classic. Why aren't you playing with us? It's like, well, no one told me. So I had to go start a tune with them. And that was the druid. And then I started an Undead Warlock because I want to experience the whole mount quest stuff for the Warlocks. So she's level 7 now, I think. Blaming Rogue a little bit more, so she's I think she's also level 7. And yeah, you know, not, not rushing through content, you know, not playing it all the time either. Just when the mood hits me. Just kind of, you know, dip it in for a couple hours and then calling it good so it, it's nice to play it a little bit without the weight of having to rush to 60 or having to you know work on my gear or having to grind this that and the other and just you know playing it when the mood hits me so that has been good yeah i gotta say that's been the appeal of classic for me too it's just yeah no no need for me to like blitz to end game content so I can get to raiding with the group that I'm raiding with. It's just it's just chill, man. Yeah, exactly. I I found some music I wanna listen to and or you know, podcast or whatever it may be and just chill and yeah. enjoy. Literally stop and have... smell the roses. Yeah, yeah. Or or, or, <laughs> or pick the major oil, I mean, whatever. I have noticed I enjoy it more when I'm playing with a friend. You know, because when I played with my husband or when I played with um, another friend on my little warrior, like that was a lot of fun. When I was playing by myself, it wasn't as much fun. But then I also started talking with a friend and like we were both doing our own thing and just chit-chatting the whole time. And that was, that was good too. So I am realizing that there's definitely a social aspect for classic like i just enjoy it a lot more with friends well yeah i mean that's what kept me in when i first started playing wow like i was i was like when i when i first started playing like i played i started my druid with the girl i was dating then we stopped then we stopped dating so i rolled on a new server started leveling up my baby warrior and i was getting close to the end of my first month of subscription where I was getting ready to, I, I felt like I was getting ready to like call it quits on the game. Um, it was very much, I was playing it very much like a single player game kind of thing. And then I ran to a couple people on Darkshore 
and you know uh, we'd log on around the same time every day and we'd have been running into each other while going through Darkshore so they added me to the guild and that was it <laughs> that, that that's about the end of the rest of my non-WoW playing time because like three months short of ten years later here I am still playing <laughs> Oh yeah, God, when I when I started when I started WoW, I started with a, a group of friends. You know, they they all chipped with each other and and got me the game and got me a, a month of playtime. And they were all in the same guild. And I mean, it was really nice of them to get me the game, but they were all at level cap doing their thing, and I just was kind of by myself, like. What am I doing? I don't even know how to do this game, and they're all busy, and it wasn't as fun for me. And I and I almost quit too. And it wasn't until I found some, you know, just kept running into people and kind of similar situation. Like I kept running into someone in Arathi Basin when I was doing some PvP, and he invited me to his guild, and I'm still with those people to this day, and. It was interesting though because someone from that original guild that first, you know, I was first a part of actually started messaging me the other night. So it was kind of fun to catch up with him. You know, him and some of those other old like past guildies are playing classic too. So now I'm like, well, should I start a tune with them? There's just there's just so many different groups of people I wanna play with and limited time. So yeah, we'll see. I may just have a bunch of low level characters everywhere. And that just made me my life in classic. Yeah, that's fine. You're still having fun with it. That's all. That's all that matters. Yeah. You're not, pay, you're not paying extra for it, so that's even better. Exactly. How was your week in Wild Toasty? Um, my week was not as extensive as it has been recently. I, uh, I, I very much felt the need to like not be in my computer uh, this week, uh, last week. So I pretty much just logged on for raid, and that was it. But we did make some good progress during raid. So we've got the first three bosses of Heroic down. So that's Savara, Blackwater Behemoth, and Radiance of Ashara. Um, Savara was... Uh, like We finally got over that hump that was really killing us uh, when we were struggling to progress, but like two weeks ago. Um, and I think we we ended up just doing it, killing her in two pulls, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, Blackwater Behemoth uh, uh, was a little more uh, was more than two pulls, uh, but it, like it wasn't a like huge stretch of time. I think I feel like it was six or seven pulls before we got Behemoth down. And Ajara, our readings of Ajara, I think was three. Like it wasn't a huge time investment to get Blackwater Behemoth and Radiance of Ashara down at any rate. And then we uh beat our heads against Lady Ashrain for a little bit and you know um like that's yeah, a pretty that. that is a pretty hard DPS check. And unfortunately it's also one of those fights where uh RNG can kinda of screw you over. Especially with the yeah. placement of the corals. If they if they get placed in in a not ideal location, it can really screw up how you treat the boss throughout the fight, especially for the tanks, and when it comes to positioning, um, when it comes to positioning her. So, uh, 
Like there were a lot, there were some polls that were that definitely that were definitely better than others, and others where we just got screwed by coral placement. And I think like even if we didn't, honestly, um, I think we're probably going to benefit from oh, like uh, a few more weeks of grabbing gear from the first three bosses and kind of uh, wrapping up our item level because uh, some of us, I know me for sure, can definitely st still use some upgrades from the first three bosses that would help a lot. Like, I want a new weapon, please. I have a 405 and a 415. Please give me a new weapon. The one piece of the one piece of gear I got last week what, were wrists, and I already got that from that heroic warfront I did a couple weeks ago. You want so, new gear? Here's some more gloves. What's that? I said, you want new gear? Here's more gloves. But I already had them. Okay, here's well, here's shoes. But that didn't happen. I didn't get boots. I just got the gloves. Or bracers, sorry. I, got them. I just got bracers. <laughs> I already had them. In fact, the bracers... I'm, the bracers I had before were better. So, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that sucked. But whatever. I mean, we'll get there eventually. Just having fun with the progression and... Like... Honestly, it's just a lot of fun... Shooting the stuff with everybody in in raid there was a there was a particularly fun moment where we were definitely just arguing about the pronunciation of zed because everybody else was insisting it was pronounced z and that's just wrong <laughs> only two people got it right in raid that was me and it was stone yeah that sounds about right <laughs> I don't know why it's such a big... I don't know why people were so stubborn. I mean, it's it's Zeb. You know, this is the problem when you raid with Americans. They just can't pronounce anything right. Or spell anything right. That's true. Too, too, too Far too little you. <laughs> or they'll put an S where a Z should be. The whole thing. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. I, don't, I just don't understand it. See, Will, like, that's just, that's just, that, that, Will's trying to use the argument that zebras are so weird, and like, no, I get it very funny, but like, just because that's how the letters pronounce doesn't mean that's how it's pronounced in the word. The English language is a strange place, we all know this, where pronunciations of letters don't match up with how they're used in everyday language. So you know what? Don't do that, Will. You're better than that. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was my weekend. Well, it was just it was just heroic raiding. I didn't do any. I didn't really uh, log in a classic or do anything else. It was a very much needed away from computer week. Yeah, I mean, it's important to have those because otherwise, you start dealing with burnout. Yeah, and I don't, don't want to do that. Yeah. I, I, I try to take I try to prevent that I'll do whatever I can to prevent dealing with the burnout thing because because like it's important for me to not burn out on on the game that I talk about every week yep exactly like, don't, you, you don't want that <laughs> oh yeah um Medros how was uh, your weekend well 
lacking. Uh, I did not do a lot in WoW this week. I uh, was busy cleaning and doing house stuff and family stuff, so I didn't get a lot of time in WoW this week. I did do a little bit here and there um, on Mechagon. I haven't actually been in Azutar, and there are like, several questions I have about flying there that I want to discover for myself, so I definitely need to get there soon. Um, and I do want to eventually get all the rep up. I did finish out my Mecha Spider, uh, so I got that, and that's pretty cool, but I actually haven't ridden it yet. Beyond, like, the, the oh, I got this cool thing. Let me see what it looks like. I actually haven't, like, ridden it around anywhere. So the cool thing about the Mecha Spider that I discovered this week is that if you mount it underground, there's a little, it has a little butt flap where when you go underwater, propellers come out of the butt flap. And that's how you're, <laughs> that's how you move around underwater. It's hilarious and I love it. It's my favorite mountain now. 10 out of 10 would ride again. Oh, wait, no. God. <laughs> B- butt flap. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like the pajamas with the butt flap. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, come on. That's, that was like a cartoon trope for so long. It sure was. It sure was. Don't, don't, don't patronize me like that. <laughs> hey, we love every one of our patrons, sir. We, we love every one of our patrons. I don't know how to respond to that. I'm just gonna. Uh, mm, anyway, go. go how, how how was the rest of your week? <laughs> Um. Yeah, not like I said. I didn't really do much. Uh, we hit Megagon a few times here and there. Didn't do a lot of the world. Like on a lot of the daily quests, just the the one the world quest that pops up over there uh, when I could. Um, I completed a weird one where you have to like, it's you have to like get ideas from stuff and then, um. Like, at one point, I, like, ran out of people to talk to, and I'm like, well, how do I do this? So I actually had to, like, go and, like, look it up on Wildhead to figure out what to do. So that one really annoyed me. But after beyond that, um, didn't really do too much in WoW. Um, it was it was getting whatever time I could when I could kind of kind of week. So not not a huge, huge deal of WoW time. But, uh, yeah, so... I guess the time to talk about, talk about our first sponsor then. Um, so our first sponsor is the great folks over at Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes to Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzardverse like Firefly, Star Trek, and Doctor Who. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week's Funko is one that it was just actually revealed a few days ago. I really, really like this, and I kind of wish I could get it, but I don't think that's going to be possible. Um, but I, I think that some people here might recognize this this character. Uh, let's see. It's a jackal. It's a, jack- a jackal. It's going to be a jackal. It's a jackal. That's pretty cool looking. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that Hemmen skin is fantastic. I love it. Uh, I'm assuming it's a Halloween skin, as I guess. Uh, no, it's not. Um, it's just one of his standard skins. There's an irradiated version of him. Okay. Uh, 
But yes, this he does was... have he does have a Halloween skin. It's a it is a pumpkin skin. It's not that one. Okay. So this is the um uh this is one that was just announced for New York Comic Con. Uh it's an exclusive to that con. And um I think this is the only Overwatch one for that con. So so definitely if you're going to New York Comic Con, definitely want to check the Funko booth Funko booth out. They will have these there for sale. And um yeah, I, I saw it and I, I was like you know, we've talked about a lot of the Overwatch ones over the years. We should talk about this one, because it looks really cool. So, I actually have never opened my my hat, the one that I have. Um, so, I'm not even sure if it, if like the legs move at all, but they do look like they move. So, definitely very curious about that still. Um, but yeah, definitely check out that. Um, if you want to check out any of the other Funko Pops they sell uh, over at the Funko Shop, go to bit.ly slash FunkoATA. You can check out their online shop and use Shop 10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash FunkoATA and use Shop 10 to save 10%. And I want to thank Funko for their support of the show. All right, it's, tw- it's Twitch time. Uh, so last week I just streamed well. Um, yeah, the, the heroic Eternal Palace on Wednesday and Thursday. This week, it'll probably, I think it's, I'll just be streaming on the Wednesday. I'm gonna try to get some streaming in on the weekend, but uh, I got some real life commitments where um, one of my friends will slaughter me if I miss her birthday party, so I won't be streaming on Thursday night. But uh, yeah, yeah I'll, please, I'll, please don't get slaughtered. I'll, I'll be doing at least the Wednesday night streaming, and I'm gonna see if I can get some in over the weekend. I was looking at my game catalog and I was thinking about doing some uh, some of the other games I have in there. I was looking at Vampire the Masquerade specifically. But I think I might stay there for October. I think that's more thematically appropriate for October. Maybe, like, probably. I feel like that'd be a good one. Um, but yeah. That, that's, that's what I've got in my streaming life. Zeph wants you to remember to take your butt flat to butt flap to the party. I'll be wearing jeans. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to a public place where uh, they probably won't appreciate that <laughs> type of clothing. Especially because we're going bowling. Oh yeah, then bending yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wear yeah. jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, Ali, what do you what what do you have coming up in podcasting? Well, let's see. I just on Saturday released my Utgard Keep episode. So this week I'm working on Utgard Pinnacle, and this upcoming Thursday on the twelfth, this probably won't come out until after that. But I'm saying anyways for those who are live here on the twelfth, I'm gonna guest on Frazzlecast along with Jen from Morley Gray. So I'm really freaking excited about that. Nice. And it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's good. I like it. So well, what? We're... Sorry. I was going to say, what's uh, coming up this week in WoW there, buddy? Uh, so while we don't have a lot... We don't have too much going on. We've got the Harvest Festival. That's going from September 10th to September 17th. And then we've got the Arena Skirmish event that goes from September 10th to September 16th. Uh, I feel like, shouldn't Dark Moon Festival be happening? Or did it happen already? It happened already. I think it's happening this week, I think. Why didn't I write that down? I'm usually pretty good at writing down Dark Moon Fair. 
Yeah, it's just not on my list of things. Well, either this week or next. It's either this week or last week. Um, so, pretty sure it's this week. I can oh. think it's happening right now. I think. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it is because I saw a Wowhead article about that. Because they were telling people to get to abuse the carousel for rep games for, for, for BFA factions. So, yeah. Dark Moon Fair is also happening this week. So, abuse the carousel. Or rep and experience or, games, or the roller coaster, or the yeah, or the roller coaster. I I I, I have still not done that. I haven't been to the Darkwing Fair in a while. To be fair, though. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, that's what's coming up. Awesome. All right, so I guess talk, time to talk about the news, I guess. So uh, this week, uh, the 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 uh, key art for BlizzCon 2019 was released, and um, yeah. some people have some thoughts on this. Um, I will be honest; I don't recognize everything in here, but it definitely leads to some interesting questions. Uh, one person I saw on Twitter pointed out that um, when Warlords of Draenor was announced. Garage Hellscream was in the key art that year. And, and there's a very interesting WoW character in the key art for this year. You're not wrong. Well, I try not to be. But I often am. So I'm glad to hear I'm not this time. So, yeah, that's... Sylvanas is there. That, that mm, should be interesting. I'm sure they would never announce an expansion for for World of Warcraft that has Sylvanas as the bad guy, would they? No. She may, she may not necessarily be the bad guy. She just might be, you know, the main focus. Mm, true. And it, it's like it's a character that they could put in there without it being a spoiler. So, okay, so we have Tracer. Not surprising, they they do like to use Tracer for a lot of things. Yeah, I don't think that's a momentous appearance. No, nope, they're going to talk about Overwatch a little bit, guys. They might have an Overwatch section of of the opening keynote. Yes, maybe, perhaps. Yeah. we'll see. Um, and I guess I think that's a barbarian behind yeah. Tracer. That's all. That's that's easily uh -huh. a Diablo barb. Yeah. Okay, and then next to the barbarian on the other on the one side is a bearded guy that looks like he's looking at a uh, Starcraft. Yeah, so that's, Stock, that's Dr. Stockman, I believe is his name, from Starcraft 2. Okay. He was one of the commanders. Okay. And then clearly a Hearthstone person above him. Yeah, that's Elsa Starseeker, I believe is her name. She's been heavily featured in some of the uh, Explorers League-themed Hearthstone expansions. Okay. And is that Tyrael on the other side of the Barbarian? It's not just Tyrael. It's Mercatyrael. <laughs> yeah, you gotta say it right. <laughs> so, I'm guessing that's a Heroes of the Storm Yeah, skin? I believe he has a... I believe that that's an existing skin. Okay. I know there is a mecha. There are a bunch of mecha themed skins in Hots, so 
Like, I haven't paid attention in a while, so I'm not sure if that's... I feel like that's an existing one. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. 90, 80, 70, 60% sure. So, you you know that people are are very interested in what you're going to announce when they literally take an image and try and see if they can find a pattern in these stars behind the characters. <laughs> oh, my... I... People are going to look for anything and everything, my man. It's, it's, I mean, I don't see any patterns theories there. theories are real. Like, somebody said, well, if you turn it sideways, you can see, like, a pair of eyes surrounded by a face, and maybe a, that's the return of... Uh, maybe Sargeras broke out, and that'll be part of the next expansion. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, to the left of Mechaterial, right next to his yeah, sword? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I think you're going a little too far down the conspiracy theory. Like way too far down that line just no I don't think there's any hints in that other than what you're seeing what I find frustrating is that there are some people who are just expecting way too much from the the cover art they're expecting them to post some kind of spoiler in the cover art and because these are all characters that people know and from existing games and stuff there are some people who are already upset and already complaining that this is going to be the worst BlizzCon ever, there's nothing new, blah, 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 blah. Why would they put spoilers in their cover art? Yeah. Seriously, people, calm it's, yourself down. It's like, like they, they want people to attend this event, they want people to watch this event, they're, they're not going to give it all away in a preview image two months before exactly. the event happens. Seriously. Like, as much as we all love BlizzCon... And we'll 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 definitely just spend the money to go there, like, like at the end of the day, this is gonna this is the thing that Blizzard is trying to sell to people, so they're they're, they're like, they're gonna do whatever they can to drive that hype, including making some fantastic cover art. Yeah, it looks awesome. I love it. It's it's a different style. I I feel like compared to previous years. Like. I mean, it's not as busy as previous years. There's definitely yeah, years yeah. where it's been like much busier than this. I don't know. I dig it. I dig it. I really like it. I don't mind it per se. Um, I do kind of prefer when they keep the the key art kind of a secret until after the opening ceremonies, because that tells me that there could be something interesting in the key art that they aren't telling us about. But I don't know yeah. that I expect them to have any massive announcements that are going to shock everybody this year. Well, they, did, well, they didn't do the key art the, for the opening ceremony the one year. That was when Overwatch was part of the key art, right? Yeah. Although, otherwise, I feel like we've had it ahead of time, usually. I'm, I could be remembering wrong. Usually, yeah. Um, of note, I, I think anyway, is, is the character that is front and center. Like, like, no, okay, not front and center. Just dead smack center in the middle of the key art is the Diablo one. Yeah, it's almost like. So what you're saying is that you predict there's going to be a Diablo four announcement. Uh, I'm not going to talk about that right now. I'm going to talk about my my kind of early predictions for BlizzCon 2019 a little bit later. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we'll wait till till later to find out what your thoughts are, <laughs> uh, since you don't care to share them right now. That's um, just a big tease. Yep, he is. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I, I really like this art. I mean, I don't buy things with the, the key art because they none of their stuff ever fits me that I would want to wear. And I don't really need my 13 
magnet from from BlizzCon, so no need to. I will say that I'm surprised there isn't more a more heavy WoW theme to this, considering it's the 15th anniversary of WoW this year. We're just gonna get a kick-ass WoW thing separately. That that I would expect. That yeah, I, I would expect some some WoW 15th anniversary stuff that's exclusive to BlizzCon or yeah, launches at be- BlizzCon. Yeah, probably because like I'm just speculating, and I'm not gonna even speculate now. No, screw that. You guys gotta wait till later on in the show when I want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the next thing then. <laughs> okay, then let's do that. For BFA news, we have the announcement that the Horde Hall of Fame for Eternal Palace has been closed. This means that guilds for Horde side have achieved like the top like 100 world kills, and <laughs> once the Alliance gets their top 100 kills, then the Hall of Fame in general closes for both sides and Blizzard then opens up Mythic Cross Realm rating for that tier. So the Horde's done. They got their 100. Uh, the Alliance only has 19 right now. A big order. So... I actually just checked. They have 22 now. They have 22 right now. So there's, there's a bit to go. Um, this honestly does not surprise me because there are some really good racials going on Horde side and I feel like a lot of the more hardcore raids are Horde side so I'm not surprised nope but the the alliance is we're, we're getting there we're slowly getting there we're up to 22 now so it's going to be at least a couple more weeks before the hall of fame closes for the alliance side thus opening cross realm mythic rating but we'll get there also i want to point out that there is a chinese guild called the looney bin because i thought that was really funny i love it <laughs> it's all in caps too the looney bin Just easily amused by that anyways so so raiders yeah. how do you feel knowing the looney bin beat you in world first oh that totally makes sense i mean i'm kind of in the looney bin myself so... i mean to be fair the guild called Strawberry Puppy Kisses and Big Dumb Guild. <laughs> That's still one of my favorites. I've also been me. Where's Fatshark? Yes. Fatshark Fat isn't even here. Oh, there they are. Oh, number seven. Okay, good. I was I was putting spaces between Shark and Fat and Yes and Shark. <laughs> it's one word, Fatshark Yes. They are seventh overall. Good job, guys. Uh, yeah, just 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 seventy eight more guilds. Yeah, you can you so can it. do it, Alliance. You'll get there one day. We oh, just kidding! You. That um, the, the Looney Bin's actually Alliance guild. It's it's not Horde. It's Alliance. Yeah, but still, it's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do you guys know anybody who doesn't have Battle for Azeroth yet? Maybe maybe players yeah. who who just haven't gotten there. 
Actually, yeah, I know a handful that don't have it. <laughs> well, good news, it's on sale right now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the standard edition is uh, down from $49 to $30. Um, sorry, 50, I guess $50 down to $30. And the digital deluxe edition is down from $70 to $50. Um, that's a pretty notable drop. Um, so if you don't have it, and if you if you don't have it, and you're listening to my po- this podcast, I absolutely thank you for your time, because you totally don't need to give us give your time to a podcast. Um, but yeah, um, definitely recommend checking it out uh, if you don't have it yet, because uh, it's a good time to uh, to get yourself an upgrade. Plus, you get to unlock the Colterans, which means you can become a Colteran shaman. And, and hang out in the best in the best BFA zone and in, in Drustfar where you get all the Kul'tiran shaman stuff all the wicker and more importantly perhaps the most important factoid about Battle for Azeroth you get introduced to, to, to the Tortolan which are the best race Really, you know, the Tortolan by themselves are worth the I, money. I sighed at the mention of Drestvar, but I saw the Tortolan coming down the path there. Like, it was just waddling down the path towards us, and I knew we were going towards it, and we were just going to have to say hi, and we're going to have to mention them. But I totally saw that coming. Yeah. Because you're predictable. I just want, I just want people to be aware of the best things introduced in Battle for Azeroth. Yeah, like Volpira and and the, and the, like the Volpira are cool. Don't get me wrong. Like like that's your thing, then that's fine. But like the Tortolan and the Kul'tiran Druids. All right then. Hey, Ali, hey, hey, what do you find to be the most important part of of Battle for Azeroth? There's lots of pirates. <laughs> also unsurprised by that answer. <laughs> it's great. Flynn is my in-game boyfriend. What, what about what about you, Medros? What has been like? What's your favorite? And what, what do you consider to be the most important part for in Battle for Azeroth? Not feeling stressed to have to do anything. It's pretty good. You said that, I heard Tertolans. <laughs> and I'm sure I'll hear pirates, so that works. <laughs> Alright. Well, let's talk about some other stuff in an old game. Like classic? Yeah. Let's talk about classic. So, classic has some layering layering that Blizzard is hoping to you know, get rid of by the time Phase 2 comes out. But right now, with so many people on, it helps. However, there have been a lot of people crying that the layering system is being abused and exploited by some. And people are claiming that others are able to basically swap between layers at will in order to get a mining node or, you know, an herb or 
you know, farm. One of the specific examples is arcane crystals and black Lotus. And basically blizzard came out and explained why that's not the case. They, they kind of explained a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes and how they monitor things and how the layering works a little bit more. But they also came out and explained that the issue is not really that big of a deal. The The amount of mats people have been getting from layer swapping is not as extensive and they're saying it's kind of been blown out of the water. And they have gone on to explain that all realms have a single digit number of layers. They don't have, you know, dozens, just single digit. And most of them are pretty low. Like they only have maybe like two or three layers. But I want seven layers. That's the name of the show. Well, seven's still a single digit. So I'm betting that some of these servers that are higher in population might actually have seven layers, my friend. Apparently no. What? <laughs> Pagel. Um, yeah, so they just, they wanted to explain that these people going around with, you know, screenshots claiming that they have, like, banks just full of rare crafting materials they have come out to explain that they have actually investigated that and they are false. So don't don't dive into the hype. Don't assume that people who are bragging about this, that, and the other, that's not exactly how it goes. Yes, like they, they've, kind of, they've kind of admitted though that some layer swapping exploitation is a little bit of an issue because for our next topic, they've already put out a hotfix for it. So Basically, their hotfix restricts frequent layer hopping. And they did it in such a way that people who want to play with their friends, it's not going to be an issue. But basically, now that a player, when they move to a new layer, there's going to be an increasing amount of time before that player can move to another layer. So if a player is trying to move between a layer to go be with a friend, not a problem. But if a player is moving between multiple layers over a short amount of time frame and exploiting the layers, then there's like, like a cooldown, it increases the duration to several minutes or longer before they can change layers again. And hoping that, you know, that kind of calms down the exploitation. So, you know, just kind of rest assured, Blizzard's keeping a really close eye on things when it comes to the layers. So would there like be a bean layer and then a like a, a, a beef layer, sour cream layer? Okay. Anyway, so that's where we're at with the layering exploitation. Long story short, don't be dicks and don't exploit. That's rude. <laughs> like I've I've done like I've seen a layer switch transition. You know when I would group with someone. And but you know I don't exploit it. It's just the one switch, and it was it was a really smooth transition. So it's going well, but yeah, don't don't exploit that, people. Be yeah. be cool. But also, people are not exploiting it to the degree that we are seeing. They don't they don't really have literally thousands thousands of gold worth of mats in right. their in their bank. 
like maybe a hundred or two, but not like thousands. It's fine. Like, unsurprising to nobody, people overreacted a little bit. Like, just a little. Also, I see people talking and I don't actually hear anything. Sorry, I was trying not to laugh because I was watching our Google Doc. And... <laughs> I was having issues. Yeah. Anyways, talking about uh, um, how servers need multiple layers of their high population, what else is going on with some high population stuff there, Toasty? Um, well, yeah. Um, one of the one of the things that they talked about in the Reddit AMA was they they had contingencies in place for if um, realm populations uh, were going to start getting out of hand. And one of those contingencies was preparing was um, the offering of free realm migrations to people off of the high population servers to low population servers. We've already seen that happen a number of times between the U.S. and the EU servers. I believe it's happened at least twice for each region. Um, and people have been taking full advantage of that. So if you are on a high population server that I mean, that continues to have a queue to this day, um, I, I fully suggest keeping an eye out on um, the little uh, server messages that you get when you log in and also for on, on like the Warcraft Twitter where they where they've been announcing this stuff so you can move for free and log on relatively quickly to uh, continue your uh, classic experience hopefully without a queue but is it really a classic experience without that? Actually, no, wait, this is still a classic experience. <laughs> like, get, staying on a server that has a queue, eventually getting offered a free way out, and then transferring to a, like, a not-busy server. Hey, that's still a classic experience. What am I talking about? So enjoy this other classic experience, everybody. <laughs> and keep an eye out on um, their various social media to find out when they plan on doing more. They usually give you guys... I think it's... They, they, they give us... I didn't actually look at the time between announcement and when they happen, but like, you get enough notice that you can coordinate with everybody. Uh, just a reminder, when it comes to um, like the, um, the guild migration, there's going to be some uh, not the guild migration, the character migration. There are uh, there are some restrictions. You can't be a guild leader. You also can't have act active auction listings or bids, and you can't have mail. So That's if true. any, you can't even delete a character if you have mail. Yeah. So if any of those three are true, then no transfer for you. Hey, I rhymed. Gave me. Remember when I was talking to well, my, I'm talking, having conversations with myself so like eloquently during the pre-show, and <laughs> and and now I'm struggling a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, but, I blame the Discord problems. It's okay, Tasty. Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, damn it, Discord. Screwed me up. Anyway. Um, if you want to save Toasty from his issues, please tweet out to Discord and tell him how bad they are. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't, do not do that. Discord is fantastic. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is a joke, guys. The alternative is going back to Mumble or Vent or TeamSpeak, and I am not about that life. Nope. 
You don't, Although, you one don't of, IRC chats? One, one of my friends went full classic. Went, went full classic and is using um, Vent <laughs> for, for their WoW stuff. Like, they went for the true classic experience. <laughs> Which, like, I commend them for, but also I told them straight up that I'm not, I'm not going to be joining them on that. See, if I knew anybody who did that, I would just ask them why they don't just ask me to shoot them in the head instead. That, that's a little harsh. Bench isn't that bad to deal with. It's bad, but it's not <clears> that bad. I, I, that's a matter of opinion, I guess. Could be worse. They could use Skype. That's just that's like the eighth level of hell, at least. All right, moving along then. <laughs> Skype is pretty bad. Come on, we uh, remember all the issues we had with with Skype when we were yes. when we were still using that. Yes, it was bloody awful. Uh, the mocking of of Ro every time he came onto the show, asking why he had to reinstall Skype for the show. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> oh. uh, he says the same thing about Dropbox. Uh, everything I do basically is is abhorrent to Ro. Apparently, so <laughs> it's all it's all right. It's all right. So, uh, were you guys playing uh, WoW Classic over the weekend at all? Around, like, in the morning on Saturday? I was working on my show when uh, this particular event happened, but I read many, many comments about it happening. Yeah, so... Apparently there was a DDoS attack uh, that was aimed at Blizzard. Uh, For those who don't know... Uh, and I'm not sure how you can't know at this point in history, but all right. Uh, DDoS attack is a dedicated denial of service attack. Um, Basically flooding the servers with so much traffic that legitimate traffic can't get through. Basically forcing people to not be able to connect to the servers. Now, I kind of saw this a little bit as furthering the classic feel of the servers because WoW got DDoSed a lot back in the day, but uh, I guess Blizzard didn't really feel like they want that level of classic um, immersion in in the process uh, and uh, they worked to try and fix the issues. Um, apparently there's a Twitter account, uh, UK Drillas, that claimed credit for the DDoS attack um, yes. and actually gave warning to players before it basically um, before they basically started Um I know a few people who have basically threatened very serious harm to this person if they were find out who they are. Um, there's no confirmation this person actually has any inf- impact on this, if they they're, they were even involved in this at all. And I don't know that we ever would have that information, but... Um, Basically, don't be jerks. Like, people are just trying to play the game. Um, I don't see the purpose of this, uh, but Blizzard did take a lot of time to try and fix the issue. Um, it basically started in the evening on Saturday, I believe, and it wasn't really thoroughly resolved until the morning on on Sunday. Um, I think it was uh, around 10.30 in the morning, Blizzard conf- said that they felt everything was was okay in the, in the Americas. Um... So, yay to anybody who wasn't trying to play during that, but I know several of our listeners who were trying to play during that and incredibly frustrated that they couldn't play. 
So good for those who didn't try to play, I guess. Oh man, some of the replies to the Blizzard CS tweet, tweet are just like, wow. Like, you don't actually know how this works, do you? Which, like, is fine. But at the same time, they said what was happening, and you're on your computer or on your phone already. You could probably just Google what this is and figure yeah. out why this is something, this is not something that Blizzard can prevent. When it impacted Classic, it impacted BFA. And I actually also heard from a few people that Overwatch was having issues. Like, people were having issues logging into Overwatch. Um, and I actually read, because someone actually pointed this uh, UK Drilla's account out to me, and so I actually went to their Twitter and looked it up. Like, they were bragging about every single action and different streamers who were impacted and what they're going to do next and blah, 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 blah. It was, it was pretty intense. And I just went and checked, and that account has been suspended on Twitter. Uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see if this is really them and if they get busted because as we've seen in the news these people are starting to get busted and in some pretty big trouble with authorities for these attacks and so if it is truly them and they're going to brag about it when they do it, it may not be the smartest move Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's talk about our second, our second sponsor, shall we? Yeah. Uh, so, our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Books 2019. That's bit.ly slash ATA Books 2019. Now, over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Uh, this week, we're going to take a look at Hyperion. By Dan Simmons. Let's have a listen. The console awoke with the peculiar headache, dry throat, and sense of having forgotten a thousand dreams, which only periods in cryogenic fugue could bring. He blinked, sat upright on a low couch, and groggily pushed away the last sensor tapes clinging to his skin. There were two very short crew clones, and one very tall, hooded Templar with him in the windowless ovoid of a room. One of the clones offered the consul the traditional post-thaw glass of orange juice. He accepted it and drank greedily. The tree is two light minutes and five hours of travel from Hyperion, said the Templar, and the consul realized that he was being addressed by Het Mastine, captain of the Templar tree ship and true voice of the tree. The consul vaguely realized that it was a great honor to be awakened by the captain, but he was too groggy and disoriented from fugue to appreciate it. The others have been awake for some hours, said Het Mastine, and gestured for the clones to leave them. They have assembled on the foremost dining platform. <laughs> said the consul and took a drink. He cleared his throat and tried again. Thank you, Het Mastine. Okay, and that was Hyperion, written by Dan Simmons, narrated by Mark Viner, <laughs> Allison Johnson, Kevin Parizo, Jay Snyder, and Victor Bivine. You can find that in over 200,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Books 2019. 
And we thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week for last week was, we're over a week into Classic, how are you feeling about the experience so far? Well, Silas says, I'm enjoying it, and even more telling is that my girlfriend looks forward to our game match during the week, whereas she never gained an interest in retail. WookieBH says, Pam from Arger, inhaling a bag of sugar.gif. He, he just replied with a gif. And yeah, it was... I, I actually messaged him about that. It's not sugar. No, it's definitely a bag of sugar. It's drugs. No, it's a bag of sugar. I know exactly what it was. <laughs> I had to make a couple of inappropriate adult jokes to, to <laughs> nick about that one. Because it looked like she was doing something else. So 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 for for people who don't see our show notes, I wrote down Pam from Archer inhaling a bag of quote sugar dot gif. Anyway, Leowell says try to get into it, but I haven't played it since the first couple of days myself. I think current WoW is more for me. Colorado oh, no I know it's Colorado Mikey, but <laughs> CO Mikey eighty four says really dig it. I leveled an orc warrior, Torn Druid, and Undead Lock to level ten ish. Being able to bounce between classic and BFA is really going to make the WoW experience awesome. Hashtag I've got two lovers. <laughs> Hashtag two is better than one. Hashtag unless it's two paladins. <laughs> Mikey, yeah. Mikey, Mikey. We're going to have to have a talk Yo, here. Yo, Mikey. We're going to have to have a talk here. <laughs> Spectacular Death says, Remembering why I prefer de why I prefer retail. It's okay, but a week in and some guild members are in their 30s. I'm level 8. And Prasley says, I'm really enjoying it more than I expected. It's a fun ability to go to an earlier time. It's kind of exhilarating playing a game I played years ago. Joda says, it got me to resub and it's been great. Level 30, 30 levels down, 30 to go. Erlina says, at first I was playing it a lot, but it's kind of lost its shine for me. All the frustrations from when I originally played WoW, played WoW are coming back. Competitions for kills, competition for nodes, dying frequently because you just can't pull, you can't pull just one mob. Not to mention the long corpse runs, etc. It has made me appreciate all of the quality of life upgrades Blizzard has done with WoW retail. While some may say that WoW has been made too easy over the years, I for one do not have time to make multiple corpse runs back to Shimmer Ridge. Just my two cents. And lastly, Poikle Satin says, being on a PvP server was hell. Log in, less than Log in less than one minute later, dead. But I'm thoroughly enjoying it on a PvE server and seeing all those areas that weren't meant to be as pretty as, as they were meant to be is pretty amazing. All right, so next week's question is, kind of early prediction time. What do you expect to hear out of BlizzCon 2019? So, so remember the thing when I said I was going to talk about it later? This, this is where I'm going to talk about it. This is the this time. Is this is later now. <laughs> later has happened. Yeah, later is occurring now. Okay, so BlizzCon 2019. Um, uh, like, we're probably going to get some Diablo news. Like, obviously, Diablo's front and center. And, like, after last year, they can't really not do that. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think a lot of people expected that. I think people are also expecting a bunch of WoW stuff because, well, it's about that time. Also, it's the 15th anniversary of Warcraft. So it would feel kind of kind of not good to not have a bunch of WoW news. Like I know we have we had the StarCraft anniversary last year, where there wasn't you know a bunch of stuff, but also like they're not actively working on StarCraft right now. 
especially after that shooter got cancelled earlier this year. Rip. Um, but yeah, I fully expect some WoW news in terms of like... Um, I think I'll, I think we're obviously gonna find figure out find out what's gonna happen in the upcoming patch, um, and there and uh, we're probably gonna get an expansion announcement. Oh, we're totally going to get it's for them to not do one would right. be just. I'm silly. I'm just I'm just not sure like I'm just not sure to what degree we're gonna get one because like if we don't know anything about the upcoming patch before then like the final patch. Uh, putting up an, uh, uh, an expansion announcement there too would kind of spoil what happened. Like I, I'm having trouble figuring out how they would do that without spoiling what's going to happen in the last patch. Well, they'll but, probably like go into like eight three like coming up. We're going to do this, and it's going to lead into this. Bam. Yeah, I, I like probably. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Starcraft, like. Nothing. I'm not expecting anything, honestly. Um, Hearthstone, we get a Hearthstone expansion every BlizzCon, so that's an easy prediction. Uh, Hots, they're still working on it. <laughs> maybe, maybe a map, or yeah. maybe a new like mode or something. Map, map, new hero, that kind of thing. Anyway, yeah, my, my my big ones are obviously just like some actual for real Diablo news that people are that the people have been waiting for, and um, final patch for BFA and expansion announcement. I think all those things I do and. I could be wrong on this, but I do think we're going to get some kind of teaser for a new ISP. IP? IP, yep. All the talk of, you know, internet and video. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I do think we're going to get some kind of uh, tip or tease or teaser trailer for a new IP. Something like that. And I think we are going to get some kind of mobile pet battles thing. Ooh. Okay. I dig that. I might actually do pet battles if that were the case. I mean, I have plenty of predictions about the next expansion stuff, but I feel like that's going to be a separate, bigger discussion down the road here. Yeah. Now, if they do do Diablo news... What 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 are you expecting? Like I, th oh, I think totally Diablo four. I, yeah, sure. I, I, yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm sure people are expecting Diablo four, but um, like what style of game do you think it's gonna be? Do you think it's gonna be very much as the previous three iterations of Diablo were? Uh, there was some talk last year about a Dark Souls inspired Diablo game. Maybe. Which which would be pretty cool, and it also fits the general aesthetic of Diablo pretty well. That would. That really would. I just... Uh, it, it would be a pretty far they, departure from Diablo. Yeah, that's what though. I was going to say. Like, I don't know if they depart too far from what we know Diablo as now. Like, will, will people be upset about it? Or is it kind of getting to the point that they need, they need to do something to kind of freshen it up? Or maybe some kind of happy medium? I, I, I would like to see them tackle something new 
um, like a new a new type of game. We know they do that very that dungeon crawly beat em up loot pinata game pretty well. They've done it well for a number of years now. Um, I'd like to see them take on something else. Like when they took on Overwatch, it was their first foray into you know the genre of first person shooters, and I'd I, I'd venture to say that it's done quite well. I'd be interested to see what they do with other genres of games. Yeah, Jonah. Let's let's see them do some auto chess, maybe. What do you think, Medros? Um, I think that they will announce that Diablo Immortal is cancelled. And Diablo 4 is coming. And they are hopeful that players will forgive them. I think they will absolutely announce the next expansion for WoW. I think they will announce the next patch for WoW before the before the um before the con. Uh, so that that's not the big story for WoW. Though there will be probably a panel for that to talk about what to expect from the next patch. But I think the next patch won't be very much, like, sorry, I'm talking 8.3, not 8.2.5. Right. I think the next patch will be very much a wrap-up the storylines. It won't be, I don't think it'll be a big... Uh, a big content content batch. Um, and I don't know what else. Um, it's too soon for another StarCraft. Um, like StarCraft Four, just wait. I, I think we're still years out from that idea. StarCraft what? Sorry. Uh, StarCraft uh, Three, I guess. Okay. Like a, a new. Starcraft title. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um Hearthstone there'll be another expansion or raid pack or something. Um just the typical stuff from them. Um They will try and convince people that Heroes isn't dead. People won't believe them. Yeah, I, I I don't know what else to expect, honestly. Well, we got two months. It it yeah. I mean Overwatch will get more another hero. I don't expect like a, a, any big rework for Overwatch. Uh, I think it's going very well. Uh I, I heard some rumors that people were thinking maybe they do an Overwatch two. I don't think that's happening. Yeah, um, that's something. That but I, I'm sure they lot. have investors that want to see um, a a more significant bump to the profitability from Overwatch um, that you would get from a new title release. So I'm not sure how they would bring that about, but I, I'm confident they have some investors who would like to see that because. There's more money from that than there is from, like, loot boxes and events and stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I not sure what else to uh, to predict. So I talked a little... I've talked to a bunch of people about uh, Overwatch and what people are expecting from it, especially given these Overwatch 2 rumors that we've been hearing a lot about. Um, I, I, I think it would be a mistake if they were to release just a separate game 
for Overwatch. I think the better idea would be to uh, release uh, similar to what Hearthstone does with their um, with their expansion packs or um, like story packs, like something at least something similar to that. Because I think because what because what a lot of people are expecting out of Overwatch Two is a um, is a single player story mode. Yeah, um, I I'm I've been hoping for that and saying for a while that they that they, they would do that. Yeah, I would love that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think they would do a really good job with it. Yeah, but I think like it should be done as an expansion pack. Like no way it should be a standalone game. Splitting, splitting yeah. the player base like that is always a bad idea. And like, it we needs to be like a that. mode. Yeah, we talked about the idea of splitting the player base before when people like want an updated WoW, for example. Like, I'll, every time people suggest that, I I can't help but think of what happened when EverQuest split their player base from EverQuest One and EverQuest Two. EverQuest Two didn't do so well. People still play EverQuest today, though. Right. You know, that they, a lot of people say that's why WoW is as successful as it was when it launched, because exactly. they had EverQuest had just split their audience. Yeah, so to do that with Overwatch and make Overwatch two like a, like new multiplayer, new single player thing, like that's not. I don't think that's a good idea, especially when you've got the Overwatch League that's um, very much using like the Overwatch like balance, like like Overwatch one balance and patches and heroes and all that other stuff so i i think that, that's something that i forgot about entirely honestly i think that if we do see um in addition to overwatch outside of a new hero and map i think it's a single player like add-on that people have the option of getting for a decent chunk of change So yeah, anyway, like, we're two months out. We'll see what happens eventually. Indeed. So now can we do shoutouts, or, or...? Yeah. Yes, yes, now we can. Alright. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you only interrupted my thoughts three times. I mean, you didn't know you were interrupting my thoughts, but you did it. I apologize? Because <laughs> that's a kidding thing to do? <laughs> So he's really not sorry, but you know. Well, no, it wasn't my fault. He's ha- sorry. So hashtag sorry, not sorry. Exactly. Basically. <laughs> All right. See how it is. So, Ali, how about you first? I think. <laughs> you think? Uh, my shout out goes to Seraphis and Zia over at Come for the Storm. I got my. My, my package with all my backer swag stuff and I am super super excited about it especially the shirt with, with the dwarf with the you know barrels of beer and you know ale I guess it's ale riding the wildhead rock it's just, it's just really cool and I'm really excited and they just put so much work into Calm Before the Storm so it's really fun to see it start to come together so yeah shout out to them man you beat me to it 
hey, if he's gonna keep picking on me first, I'm gonna just keep picking the good stuff. So okay, you know what? You know what? Nothing saying we can't echo the same shout out. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Shout out to Sarah, Zia, and everybody behind Con Before the Storm. Um, like you guys do a lot of work, and like it keeps getting bigger. So I, I don't imagine that the work gets any easier. So thanks for you know doing what you do and putting this fantastic party together. Uh, can't wait it's just 53 more days I have a countdown oh for Conflict the Storm now too um where where 52 days until Calm Before the Storm as of this recording so excited can't wait what about you Medros? Any shoutouts for you? Uh, my shoutout's going to be to our listeners in the live show who are patiently suffering through my headphone issues. <laughs> and my co-hosts who are... Well, now they're mocking me, so forget that. <laughs> I don't need to be listening and I know they're mocking me. What? We, I have we not weren't... laughed at you at all. We like no. for the last one we weren't though. That's the thing. It was like you can't hear us. <laughs> See, I, I noticed the two differences in answers. One person says we weren't laughing at you, and the other person says we weren't laughing at you last time. <laughs> and any nope. any thoughts on that? No comment. <laughs> All right, that was what I thought. Just, 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 um, wait, I recorded everything I said. I recorded Damn everything it. you said, too. Just my headphones doesn't work doesn't mean my recording doesn't work. Huh. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> I'll give a thorough listen to this episode. <laughs> I mean, first of all, you'll have to. Yeah, yeah. Because editing is going to be fun. Good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. I, I appreciate that. Ish. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. Um, so that's about it. Uh, let's do our outro. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call one seven eight five ATA WOW five or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata and our Discord at bit.ly slash ATA Discord, which is where we record every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at Medros, at Fandeth, at ToastyPostyCan, at AliandrasK, and at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from Dawnforge Productions, including Group Quest, Shattered Soulstone, More of the Megapixels, and Across the Hooniverse. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of, well, a DDoS attack, probably. See, after the World First 69 last week, I feel like anything I say is just going to fall flat. Yeah. Like, I, I have peaked with that.
This podcast brought to you by Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2019. Get more at thedawnforge.com.